Hey, you ready? Yes. At last, I just need the force essence of two youthful, beautiful force users. And then my 36-year-long plan to take over the universe with a podcast will be completed! Put some coffee. What? Oh, yes, this will be nice. That'll work, too. That's fine. That's actually easier. Uh, you know. Wow. Why, where were you when I needed this in the beginning? Uh, let's record a podcast. <laughs> Hello, Herd, and welcome to another episode of the Herd Main Show, the first of the new year. I'm mm-hmm. your Herd Leader, John Wayne. And I'm your Herd Mom, Megan. Yes. Be- you better? You yes. feeling better? Yes, I, I am much better. Okay. I, I have my dark side, dark roast coffee. Uh, good good and ready for, for good what's and next. Ready. Good no, and ready. No children being sucked the life from today. Tastes like forced dyad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, much better. <laughs> None for me, I'm going to force die. Now that we're finally on the other side of all of the chaos and craziness. Ooh, it's um, been a while. Yeah, it's two months. Yeah. Um, you know, we've... We've been busy, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where, I mean, it's just a combination of ridiculous feelings because we fully intended to be able to plow through Christmas, like... Mm-hmm. We knew we were going to be busy. We knew it was going to be crazy because it's nothing new to us. Yeah. But, you know, we were like, well, you know what? We're, this is a priority. The podcast is a priority for us. Yes. We're going to do this. Um, and that didn't waver. It, it was still a priority, but it just got to the point where it's just like everything else just swallowed. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, in anything. And before we've made the call of like, hey, if we do something, it's going to be crap. Let's let's wait to when we can you know recharge and do this right yeah. we've done that before this was not that no I mean, this was well it was but it was long yeah. like two months it was a two months hey we're not yeah. gonna have it it was a hiatus it wasn't a break yeah i, guess. I mean it was unintentional oh, i yeah. mean i you know um we we had plans for every episode of a lot of stuff we were going to do um individual breakdowns of every Mando episode of Jedi Fallen Order gameplay of, you know, we, I mean, we were going to do our, like, right after we watched uh, The Rise of Skywalker, you know, kind of uh, reaction. You know, we had plans for everything. Um, and, you know, it just kind of got overtaken um, yeah. pretty, pretty, uh, What's the word? Pretty handily by like, our life. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we were, <laughs> uh, I can't remember what, I think it was, I think it was when we saw The Rise of Skywalker where you were like, wow, that's the most time we spent together. <laughs> really? <laughs> like when we went and see, when, when we went and saw The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And, and you know, and it, it was busy, it was crazy, but there's also a lot of victories and wins and beautiful moments and memories of that time. So even though we were away from something that we love so much, like the podcast, you know, it's not all miserable. We're not trying to make it sound like, oh, woe is us. But, no. you know, it's just that we had to prioritize certain things during that time. And so um, anytime mm. we're out of routine with the podcast is super weird. It's incredibly weird. And coming back to it is a relief. Yeah. And it's weird 
It's it's, weird. it's weird because you're used to doing this on <coughs> a regular basis, uh, and all of a sudden you're not doing it. And yeah. even though you're busy with other things, once you finally sit down to stop and like, oh, all right, let's work on this. Let's work on the first month of 2020 of the podcast, and you know, like, yeah. like it's just like for a minute there we were cow. like, what do we do? I mean, it's just so weird. Um, you know, I mean, it, you know, we're married. We've been married. We just celebrated five years. That's why. Part of why, as we'll talk about later, we went to Galaxy's Edge. We went but, to Disney. Well, we, yeah, we, for Galaxy's Edge. We went to Galaxy's Edge. And to Edge. celebrate our out-of-this-world marriage. Ah, um, gross. You know, when you've been together for five years, um, when you've been married five together seven, um, any change of routine, like, you know, I've talked before, I'm a useless baby man when you are gone for more than like seven hours. You really are. Um, I don't know what to do at home by myself. I mean, we have, we have a puppy now, so that that's helpful, which we had cats, but cats are very independent, but yeah. like, it, it's really weird when I'm not used to being home alone. Yeah. Um, and our schedules being different, sometimes that happens. And at first I didn't know what to do. And that's kind of like what this was with the podcast is this just this time of like, okay, we've been doing this for a year and a half and pretty regularly. And then all of a sudden not, and now coming back, it's weird, but it's also really nice and refreshing because luckily we had social media to keep us engaged and connected to everybody. Uh, otherwise I feel like it'd be even weirder kind of stepping back into the bubble but yeah you know all the time we'd have there's only so much you can do on social media so uh, a big part of the podcast is the conversations and the interactions that we get from the episodes and the discussions so not having that component but having so much to say because there's been so much star yeah, wars stuff so much stuff um yeah, it's just crazy and and how dare star wars not consult us in our lives honestly uh you know Rude. to see if it was you know inviting itself into a, our hearts at the appropriate time because mm -hmm. uh, otherwise we would have asked them to wait till january exactly <laughs> but um yeah. yeah i mean and and so that's part of uh why this episode is going to be very um it's a, as much a look back as a look forward in terms of all of we're kind of condensing everything we wanted to do to a point, mm -hmm. to to this big conversation, um, yes. and sure, there's plans for extending the conversations further from here. But we kind of just wanted, like, we had to just address the fact, like, I mean, originally our first <laughs> our first episode back was going to be immediately. Let's talk about the rise of Skywalker because, oh my gosh, that didn't happen. But yeah, because it was just like, wait, there's so much other stuff that also happened at the exact same time you know, when are we going to fit that in? And so we figured, okay, well, let's start there. And then, so next week we're going to yes. be doing a full Rise of Skywalker discussion. If you've seen on social media, we've been asking for people's input, their opinions, their questions, their likes, their dislikes, all of it. Respectfully. 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 Y'all um, opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Star Wars fans in general yeah. are ridiculous about the Rise of Skywalker, as they are with most Star Wars stuff. Yeah. We'll talk about that next time. But, um, yeah, that's a big part of the conversation. You can't talk about the Rise of Skywalker without talking about the discourse of the Rise of Skywalker. Yes. And so... We knew that was going to be a big, heavy, one-point conversation. And so we would have no room to address every other great thing that happened. And so... Yeah. Um, I watched The Witcher. We yeah, wouldn't be able to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we did that. Um, we did. It was great. Um, we did that on New Year's break. 
Um, and so... And then passed out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we, we, we're going to do that. We're going to do that deep dive of The Rise of Skywalker next week. So if you haven't hit us up on social media, or if you have and since have had other things added to your list of, oh, I want to talk about that, definitely hit us up, let us know, because we will be going over certain comments. It's not quite a Q&A. It's more of just a... I mean, you can ask questions, but it's also just share what you think and add that to the conversation because we want to talk about not just the film, but the context around the film. And that's that's what's yes. so... That's what divides us, honestly, is the context. It's not just the movie, but it's how how that movie reflects our personal journeys, our personal opinions, our uh, our likes and dislikes of certain character choices and everything. Yeah. You know, that's why we feel the way we feel. It's because of us and our journeys. And so we want to be respectful of that and invite as much of that as we can into the mm -hmm. conversation. We don't want to... I mean, it's our podcast, so we could just make it our opinions, but we want to be as open as possible because, yeah. you know, we... We constantly say, and if, if you're a recent convert to the herddom, um, the big point of the podcast is we already, we have these conversations. This is yeah. us. We started this podcast because we always do this. Why not share it? Because really, until we started the podcast, we've, we've actually discovered more people in our immediate life that we can have these conversations with. But for the most part, that's non-existent, or it was at the time. Yeah. So, but this has opened so many doors to be able to build communities around conversations of likes of Star Wars and celebrating Star Wars and 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 focusing on the positive things that we love, and and that's the point. And so, you know, inviting you guys into the conversation for next week's episode is just a big part of that. And so, um, we're constantly constantly asking for input and and whatnot for episodes and you know if you haven't if you've heard us preach it and haven't decided to yet um yeah consider sharing um we'd love to feature all of that stuff so yeah um but i mean other than that our our main thing is just that we want this year to be a lot more uh consistent we want to make more time for the podcast because it is such a priority for us it's something we love it's therapeutic and, and like I already mentioned, we have so many friendships and, and communities because of it. You know, there's a lot of good it does for us. Yeah. And so we want to continue to build on that, make it stronger. And part of that is more consistency from our part. So we're prioritizing it more than we have before in terms of, you know, we're really, we're, we're really making time to make mm -hmm. sure that what we're putting out and what we're doing is the best it can be. Yes. Um, and because the idea is the better it can be, the more people can be in the herd, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. And spoiler alert, we liked Rise of Skywalker. Yes, we did. So a big thing that happened in the last couple of weeks mm -hmm. is I went to Disney World. He went, I went to, to Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> I, it wasn't just, you know, a Galaxy's no. Edge trip. But I mean, that took up a lot of it because it, don't get me wrong, I absolutely loved it, but I like Disney as a whole. Yeah, I mean, and I do too. I don't take away from that, but I mean, it it was a dual thing. We knew we wanted yeah. to do something special. <laughs> it was our anniversary, <laughs> and one of the easiest things for us to decide to do to enjoy ourselves and to escape is Disney. Yeah. Um, and we knew that 
Galaxy's Edge would be fully operational at that point. We would have the Rise of Skywalker, yeah. or, uh, the Rise of the Resistance, um, and Smuggler's Run, and all of that stuff. Yeah. And it, also, it for us. I mean, we went to get um, we went to uh, Disney World yes. in Florida. So for us, Galaxy's Edge has been open quite a while, um, and so the traffic was better than it would have been if we'd gone yes. at, when we wanted, really. Yeah. Once the park is open and, you know, people are moving in and out of it, there's really not that much of a crowd. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's it's definitely <laughs> that initial wave, and it's up, it's up to you. You've got to decide if... If, if you're into the big features and the attractions and everything, then, yeah, you've, you've got to be there with the crowd and you've got to wait it out and you've got to, you know... Yeah, it's a lot of waiting. Yeah, you've got to do your, your part. I mean, luckily, they build in a lot for you to enjoy as well. It is connected to a major parks. It's connected to Hollywood Studios. So if, for some reason, you're nonplus about the details, you want the rides of, of Galaxy's Edge, you can just go over and enjoy... Yeah. Other rides while you, while you wait um, and everything, but like I mean, it's just up to you and what you want your experience to be for sure. Yeah. Um, you don't have to feel boxed into I have to be there before it opens and I have to be in a, like you don't have to. Yeah. Um, it just I mean, if you want to experience Rise of Skywalker, or gosh dang it, all these rises, Rise of the Resistance, Rise of the Resistance. Uh, if you want to experience that, you got to be there at the butt crack of dawn. Yeah. Uh, we, and then some. We got there at 5 a.m. Yeah, the first day we got there at 5 a.m. Uh, not it, It's not as bad as it sounds. No. Um, you, it, it was just waiting. Yeah, we waited. Um, they opened the park for admission at 6.30. Yeah. Um, and despite what you're thinking and what you check, if you're planning to go to Disney World, and I believe I've seen that it's the same for Disneyland, there is an unofficial opening time. Yes, they open now. the The park still does not open until seven. So we got in at six thirty. We still had to wait until seven for it to be open. Yes, but we were inside. Mm-hmm. So it's really more of an admission or a check in. It's not that you're fully in there. So you don't get a better chance necessarily. It's no, just not that at all. as long as you're there at seven. Yeah, and and that's the big thing. So with the check in system of Rise of Resistance, it's a virtual queue. It's a very new process, but essentially all you have to do is be in the park at seven o'clock, open the Disney Park app, and decide. You know, you go through this. I'm not going to be your tech guru and tell you all <laughs> that, but you you have the app ready, and at seven you hit join a join a party. Yes. Once you do that, you're in. You're guaranteed pretty much if you hit it at seven. Pretty much. Well, I mean, yeah, like, but I mean, yeah. there's a lot of people doing the exact same thing at the exact same time, so you could be in. Well, to, what you yeah. have to if you get there early, you're in the park at six thirty. You're on the app at seven. You're pretty well guaranteed to get in. Yeah. If you get there when the park opens, try to get checked in, and then get on the app all at right at seven, then more than likely you're going to be in the subgroups that don't get in. Yeah, it's it's literally just that easy. Just get there, even if you got there at six. Mm-hmm. I mean, the check-in process takes about fifteen minutes with the crowd that we had. So yeah, even if you're there at six, you'll still be in early enough that you're in advance of checking into a rise uh, boarding party. It's it's literally that easy, folks. It was so easy. We did it twice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the the first time we was it was intentional. The second time it was literally just because I was like, hey, we're here early. Let's see what can happen, and I still got in. Yeah. And you know, it was literally that easy. 
Um, and so I, my main thing is if you want to do it, it's not as hard as you think. No. It's well worth it. Absolutely. It's so worth it. I mean, it's, pro I, I mean, it, yeah, it's Star Wars. Take away the Star Wars. It's still one of the it's best rides. It's a fantastic rides. ride. At Disney as a whole, because it, yeah. it it takes so much imagineering of every one of their best and most memorable and successful rides, and just makes it, it into just this amazing glob of Star Wars yeah. joy. Think of every iconic ride at Disney if you've ever been. Yes. Yeah, I mean it's got yes, it's there, it, and this is the beautiful stuff of new Disney, where it it's taking so much from what's been developed and learned and done in the past yeah. well. And that's such a Star Wars thing in, in general of yeah. take what take from the past what was good and well done, build on it, and what wasn't, make something new. And yeah. that's essentially what this ride does. And and that's just that's just in principle. That's just that's just metaphorical yeah. stuff. That then you actually get into the technical stuff. You actually get into what goes on on the ride and it's phenomenal. It's it is amazing. Yeah. And before we talk about more about Galaxy's Edge, spoilers for the ride. Well, what, what I will say is I don't actually want to <coughs> yet. I, I want to give some time because it just opened to Disneyland. I want to give some time. Um, I I want to keep not. I, I want to keep it to non-spoilers. Yeah. And what I'll say is I have I took video of pretty much the entire second trip. The yes. first one was literally we we were pretty Just adamant. Experiencing. Yeah, we were we were pretty at we caught some key moments, but we were like, let's focus on not staying on capture mode and camera mode, and let's enjoy this as yeah. us. That's and why then, we spent two days in the park. Right, and so day two was all right. Now this is nerd herder day. This is details. This is capturing. This is puns. Yeah. <laughs> um, second time around, I took um, video throughout the ride of uh, Rise of Resistance. And so I'm actually, I'm going to make that a separate video that you can, if you want to, check out and watch the full mm -hmm. ride through of uh, and everything. And we might even add on to that our feeling. Like, you know, yeah. we I, I, mainly I want to keep that experience as pure as possible. We avoided spoilers as much as yes. possible. I mean, we did not pretty much all through. in all. All I, all I knew was um, that... James Arnold Taylor played um, Lieutenant yes. Lieutenant Beck, yeah. uh, the Moncala um, pilot of the mission. Um, we knew that... We knew that we were going to see an AT-AT. We knew we, we, knew we were going to see an AT-AT. We knew we were going to see Kylo Ren. And I, that like, was I, it. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's all we knew. Everything you saw in the trailers, obviously. Yeah. But those were yeah. the main details. Everything you saw in the trailers. Everything you see in the trailers. <laughs> Uh, it's amazing. And no, actually not. Well, not because it's the one thing that I hate about that ride. I know, I know. And and yes, I just said else. that, but it's really it. Trust me, <laughs> it's a petty thing. It's not a serious thing. But the majesty. Oh, yeah. of Being in that. Oh yeah. That area. Um, and so yeah, I mean, yeah. I I want to make sure, I'd, not for the sake of us. If you get that somewhere else, you can get that somewhere else. Yeah. But from our perspective, you're gonna go in pure because it's. It's so beautiful. It was so great so just perfect. realizing things like, oh my gosh, this is happening. Oh my gosh. And, and like, you're just... Yeah. It was like what I would say was the Freddie Prince Jr. moment at, at a right. celebration yeah, just, just, where you just, awe. you stop and you're like, 
oh my god, that's Freddie Prince Jr. Or, oh my god, that's that thing. And, I mean, <laughs> there there is a joy of, oh, I know this thing is happening. Oh, and there it is. Yeah. But there's a very different, from our perspective, joy in, Being I don't know it. what's happening. <laughs> oh my gosh, what's that? Like, it, you know, it both great moments, both really awesome, but yeah. we prefer going in pure and experiencing that. So, yeah. I'm, I, that's as non-spoilery as I can get. It's amazing. It's well worth the ride. You've gotten my tips and tricks for doing it. Honestly, yeah. um, it's not... I mean, I was so anxious. I mean, I, I definitely would have been affected the entire trip if we had not gotten to do it. It and was incredible. I'm, I'm not trying to make the... You know, because a lot of people have been... We were standing next to one guy that was, you know, chomping on people for saying that they're, they, you know, they were legit upset. They missed the chance to get into this, this yeah. ride. And you've got to understand, if that's somebody's only day there, there's not a second chance. You can't yeah. just get there at 11 a.m. and try, or 3 p.m. Like, and here's the thing, there's not a lot of details officially on how to do it. We were lucky enough, we've had several friends that have done it, and we reached out and asked for help. If you don't have that option and yeah. you just try like a normal ride, you miss out. And yeah. it can be, I, from from my perspective, it, it was a big deal. It was an incredibly big deal. It was that and Smuggler's Run. That were the two biggest deals right. of this now, entire trip. The benefit is Smuggler's Run, you can put up with a long, long you wait can, and you can do it. But the wait is fantastic. It's really good. It, it learned from the Pandora stuff. It's very interactive. It's it's very immersive, and it that's built helpful. More space. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot more space. It's it's very comfortable. Yeah. Um, honest. The first time we did about it was a hundred twenty minute wait. Um, Which was wasn't nothing, bad, honestly. Um, but then the next day, it was only it was it, we went in with sixty five. Yeah. And it ended up being like forty five. Mm-hmm. Um, once you go all the way through now. And you got to pilot. Yes. Now though, that forty five quickly. No, that wasn't it. That was my second uh, yeah. ride. No, it was... Well, yeah, I mean, I got to pilot on that. I was thinking of <coughs> um, the... I, so the second day I did Rise of Resistance, it broke down. Yes. Um, and there was just a delay. Uh, it was a 45-minute delay. And um, Chewbacca uh, came out and greeted people, and they passed out snacks. It was really cool. Yeah. It was a really... They were very quick. They were very, you know, deep... Like, they were expressing to everyone exactly what was going yes. on. So, you know... That's it, that Disney magic. Oh my gosh, it was so great. And Chewbacca came out of nowhere. Oh yeah, just right around the corner and just like, oh hey! Um, <laughs> and he liked our Nerd Herder shirt, which was really cool yeah. because of the Falcon. Um, we also got to meet Chewbacca again and get a, a great message. Because my other mother um, loves Chewbacca. Yes. Um, she's constantly wishing we would kidnap him from Disney. Um, but I don't have that kind of money. Case. Yeah, I can't, I can't bail myself out of jail. So, um, but... You know, we got we met him with the intentions. We sent her a nice message, and that was cool. And um, yeah, I mean, a lot of the rest of it was just all we'd done yeah. it. And well, I mean, yeah, Galaxy's had great food, fantastic food. We built lightsabers. We did um, do that. This is yours. You can yeah. you have seen them if you check out our social media. So yeah. you made this one. It is the elemental power. Nature. El- elemental nature. And it, I was gonna say, great. okay, Luke Skywalker. It's great. I love it <laughs> um, so much. It's very wooden. I did Peace and Justice. Originally, I was gonna do Power and Control. Yes. Um, but I like 
the part options for this one much better. Yeah. Um, and then we also got holocrons, um, Jedi and Sith, and we got all the Kyber crystals, so we've got all the message options. Yes. Um, it's really, it's one of those things where it can be so childish. It, it's really fun. Yeah. But at the same time, it's actually really interesting when you're playing through with this and hearing the messages of yeah. prominent Jedi and Sith and all this stuff. It's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, build a light, an adult building a lightsaber. Yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you a, a holocron thing. That was one I was a little. I wasn't sure how gimmicky it would be. Yeah. Turned out to be really fun, really cool. But still gimmicky, but great. Oh yeah, it pays off. Our, like, we found out that the Sith holocron is Count Dooku's holocron, and yours is, uh, is, it, um, is it Yoda? Which one did I get for this? Well, we got all of them. Yeah. So my, my custom comes with uh, the purple crystal. I lied. We didn't get, we, when you put the red kyber crystal into the Sith holocron, it plays Count Dooku's message, but when it has no kyber crystal in it, it plays Darth Bane's message. Yeah, it's just straight Sith. Um, <coughs> the Jedi one, no kyber crystal, is just Obi-Wan. Yes. Um, if you put blue in, uh, what was blue? Blue is Yoda. No, no, no. Green is Yoda. Green is Yoda. I think blue is just more Obi-Wan. Yeah. Oh, it's old Obi-Wan. Yes. Um, and then white Pur is Ahsoka. Yeah. Purple is Mace Windu. Pur of course. Um, yellow is... Yeah. Yellow is, um, what was Yellow. I don't remember. I don't remember. We're gonna have to do it. And... Yeah, we'll have to check. I might edit in. Ex who, yeah. Um, and then you, we bought a red crystal. Yes. No, you got one with your saber. I got one with my saber. We were given one. We were given one by a friend. By a chance, by if chance. you're watching, listening, however. Um, by chance. Hi, thank you. Um, a friend who we, we met at Galaxy's yeah, Edge. Yeah, we made our a, second we day. made a day trip friend at Galaxy's Edge, um, and it was awesome. And we were just shopping together and then all of a sudden just ended up spending the whole day together. And yeah. it was really great. And uh, for our troubles, yeah. he, uh, we were he gifted. He gave me a red kyber crystal. Yeah, and that's the Dooku one. Yes, that was the Dooku one. And so we have a spare red one. Um, the reason we we met, we ran into each other, is because we were waiting in line at Doc on Dars. Because that's how you have to wait in order to look at the legacy well, yeah, Yeah, if, if you get there in the beginning, you can get in the problems, <laughs> do whatever you want. Yes, uh, if you get there about 9, um, 8.30 to 9, by then it's gotten crowded and they start yes. forming a line specifically for Legacy Sabres. Yeah, but that's why we were waiting in line, was I wanted to hold Maul's Saber. Yes. Because I'm a nerd and I've never What's held a good one yeah. in my hands before. Like, as a kid, we had the the crappy Hasbro one. Mm -hmm. That was Hasbro, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hasbro, and I mean, if you played with it as a child, that was Hasbro. Yeah, that was uh, Hasbro. Has had the rights since 1996, I believe. I got hit with that lightsaber so many times. It was and that one and Obi Wan's. And so, um, yeah, I mean, once once we found that, honestly, we can buy all the legacy saber hilts we want. We already have two spare blades. We can exactly. interchange them as much as we want. So, no one will tell you that. Well, they might, but we're definitely telling yeah. you that. Save yourself some money. Um, I mean, definitely if you're going that route, you want to collect, that's fine, but definitely save yourself some money. Um, I mean, yeah. it only makes sense. I mean, there's no real reason otherwise, unless you really are adamant of displaying them with blades. Otherwise, honestly, 
I would just say get the Black Series. It's great It's great quality. The blades don't remove. And honestly, the price on those are going to start going down because of the Galaxy's Edge Sabers. Yeah. Um, which is, right now, they're the same price. Yeah, which is why I haven't bought a Mall Saber yet. Yeah. Um, right now, they're the same price, same quality. It's just about the blades. So... I mean, if you're really adamant on having blades in every one, uh, which can be a cool display piece. I'm not knocking it. It's just I don't I'm not a fan of it. No. We have specific ones set up and I'll show off that sometime. I think I've posted a couple of pictures, but they have blades specifically because I want them to. Yes, because we use them as lights. Right. And so outside of that, I'm not a fan of constantly displaying with the blade because I, I'm the nerd like, well, it's not ignited. It shouldn't have one. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to get technical. Yeah, and another reason that our, our oh, yeah, we just... are displayed as this is because mine is too heavy to go on a stand and it has well, a regular yeah, tooth. Yeah, it, it's got this bit. It's <laughs> not uh, stand which is why, friendly. Which is why I chose that, because I love the Rancor tooth. Which, and the stand that mine is on is actually from the Disney Parks Sabres for uh, Vader and Luke. So that's another thing is yeah. they come with wall mounts. They come with display stand. Like, they, they, they got a lot going on. Yeah. It's really cool. And not that but... you asked, but my master sword <laughs> yes. is over here. There you go. The actually functional weapon yeah. in this house. Right. Um, that's what I, that's my home security device. And speaking of, so you can see, we, we have changed our setup, actually. Yeah. Um, and Frank this back. center shelf, we definitely use um, to kind of reflect what we're talking about. So it's a lot of Galaxy's Edge stuff. Um, that takes up most of the space, so there's not much else other than we got a little do there. I don't this know. This is gonna be great for audio see. listeners. Um, and then um, <laughs> above the that, yes. So what we decided to do was we were like, hey, because we've been slowly unpacking all of our stuff. We were like, hey, we've got all these things we love that we are needing space to display, and we had extra shelf space here that we weren't using to its fullest. So we decided to do that. So up top, you've got my favorite, um, favorites technically, because um, Django to one side, Boba to the other. I'm pointing in the general direction. I don't have my glasses on, so everything looks like a blur. Um, but then down here, you've got your stuff. You've um, got my spider, my spider boy. Yeah, got a, a, a bit of mall. We've got Leia, of course. This mm -hmm. is not even my entire Leia collection. No. And then the Iggy. My, my sweet, sweet Iggy boys. Uh, we have IG-11 yeah. and IG-88 right next to each other. They're different, all right? They are different. And then behind Iggy is Jin Urso because she's a boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you can probably see some of... we have they, The lower part of this we use for all of our Star Wars books. So we've got yeah. all of our cross-sections, our reference guides, and as well as novels and all that stuff. So and as well, a piece of the, your lunchbox collection. Yes, um, because this is right between our desks, so whenever we're referencing something for our conversations and whatnot, which we do a lot of research for uh, when we get, you know, detailed with our episodes. I mean, like, back when we were talking about the Death Star, we, we researched for that to make yeah. sure that we're, you know, staying legit. We, we just reach over and grab that now because it's right there uh, by our desk and everything. So yeah. And one of these days, we're going to show you guys our pop collection. It is grown. This is, <laughs> you know, I mean, we try not to generally play to either medium, YouTube, or podcast, but... This is a fully visual Well, segment. I mean, no, we described it. I mean, 
they they know what's on the shelves. They don't yeah. got to see it necessarily, but well, it yeah. <laughs> it's definitely something you should see. You see, um, IG Eleven has this little this little. Okay, we're not getting that here. technical. We're not we're not and getting that technical. He's a little bit technical. darker, but IG Eighty Eight. He's got this thing this thing here. His head looks more like a Hershey Kiss. Hi. Hi. So. <laughs> We also uh, went to Uga's Cantina. But, yeah, and we went to, which was nice. We got right really by Rex. Nice. Um, the music was great. Um, it was really chill, surprisingly. It was. If it wasn't for, like, all of the people, I think I would have enjoyed it a little bit <laughs> Well, more. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I was able to enjoy it. We got our little spot at the, at the we were at the bar, which was yeah. really nice. We weren't expecting that. Um, as much as it, I mean, it was standing room, but, I mean, I was fine with that because yeah. it, it was really, I mean, you get to see a lot of detail the cantina looks like a cantina. It was really cool. Yeah. I mean, there was just so much to so much to just enjoy oh, yeah. about it all. And for family folks, they have a lot of non-alcoholic options. Yeah. I mean, like, you, anything you can get, you can get virgin. You don't have to yeah. get... Like, don't feel like you can't go to the cantina if you don't drink. Yeah. I mean, everything is themed, and you don't miss out by being a D&D. &D. No. Like... If that's your role, or if you're just, you know, I'm a bard. If you're just about that life, yeah. Um, Star Wars Disney's great. Oh it's, yeah, it's fantastic. If Disney you, Disney's great. Too. If you can make a way, I mean, Galaxy's Edge isn't going anywhere. Don't no, feel like you have to do it right now. Take the time, do it right, do it well, um, but definitely do it. So that that's. I know we had other notes on on the Rise of Skywalker. We'll but, we're talking about it next week. We'll yeah. get there. The Internet's Baby. Not Baby Yoda. Clone Wars. Season 7. Yes. The Internet's Baby. <laughs> that transition, though. Sorry. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm with you. I'm so excited. So is most of the Internet. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Somebody posted a meme of, and I shared it on our Facebook. I don't think I shared it on our Twitter. It was the Ratatouille guy, the um, food critic, and he was eating um, the Season Ratatouille. 7. Oh. And it flashed back to him as a kid eating the movie. <laughs> The Clone Wars movie, yeah. and it's meant to be this thing of just like that moment he has of Nostalgia. just like, oh my gosh. Which can we just say one of the Good best movie. moments in Good filmmaking? Movie. Good movie. Um, that is exactly how I felt just with the trailer. I cannot, and it's so weird because I mean we just did our rewatch. Mm -hmm. You can it listen wasn't to those that long episodes. Ago. Um, you know we, and so it, fe yeah, it feels like it's not as long until you put it in perspective. It's 2020. The movie de debuted yeah. in 2008. I went back and I re-listened to our episodes about the 2003 Clone oh, Wars series. Oh, 2009, sorry. Yeah. And I was just like... I had to correct myself. Because wow. somebody out there in the universe already did it. I felt yeah. a disturbance, so I had to do it. Because you do it. Yeah. You do it all the I time. I do it all the time. When we listen to podcasts. I feel like internet personalities just randomly are just like, <laughs> because I'm correcting them. Um, oh, it's the worst when yeah, we watch Yeah, 11 years. It, uh, it really sinks in at a certain point. Like, oh, we rewatched, but... That was still old. That was before like, we were together. Like, holy cow. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, oh, my gosh. So, no, I got I got those feels with this trailer. Yeah. Um, instantly. Pretty instantly. It, and also, it's just an intense trailer. Yes. It's, an, it, it, it's like a circus fire. It's intense. We're back. Um, so how will we be covering the Clone Wars Season 7 is a question that is on everyone's mind. Right? Kevin? What? 
<laughs> um, good question. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> this is mostly us just not knowing and putting it out to the public because we don't know. Um, we are currently still in season one of our Rebels rewatch. Um, that starts back next week, by the way, in case anybody yes. chomp into the bit. Those are actually really popular on our show, so I, yeah. um, I'm, I'm sure some people have been looking forward to it. Rebels is awesome. Um, so we've got a long ways to go with that. We'll probably be done with that by after summer. So with that taking up most of our plate, when this releases, I, I guess the hope would be that we can do what we have yet to be able to do with um, like the Mandalorian and whatnot and just do episode by episode breakdowns yes. separately. Separately. Um, over on our YouTube channel because we cannot add in a whole another. I mean, even though it'd be a limited run, it'd be 12 episodes. It wouldn't be that bad. Um, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, hit us up. Let us know the demand. Um, if if it's really, if, if people are really into it, we will do a full separate rewatch. We'll make it happen. Um, otherwise, we'll... Well, it won't be a rewatch. It'll just be a watch. Well, yeah, a watch. But we'll do a limited run watch. Yeah. Um, and we'll have, for a limited run, the return of... Uh, Nerd Herder Clone Wars. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll just treat it as something separate. We'll just put it straight on YouTube. But if there's podcast people, you know, we do have the two avenues of the show. If there's podcast people that would be really antsy to get that and not have to switch platforms and go to YouTube, I know there's a couple of folks like that. Um, you know, if there's enough demand, we'll we'll put it on both platforms. We'll we'll do it simultaneous like we do with the main show and everything. Um, but. Um, as far as our Rebels rewatch, that remains podcast only. So if yes. you're watching this on YouTube, recognize that we have other stuff we do that's not on YouTube um, that you can get to. But, and um, speaking of Rebels, something that we did not mention when we talked about the holocrons is that there is a Easter egg. When you oh, from the Bindu. From the Bindu. So when you... Still don't know who that is. When you join the Sith and um, Jedi holocron, much as uh, they do... Um, <laughs> as they do. Then you get balance. You get the voice of the Bindu, the great Tom Baker. Insert the best doctor here. Are you telling me what to do? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's only the one line, unfortunately, but it's really great. I, I it makes me incredibly anytime curious. Tom Baker enters mm-hmm. my life in any form or fashion. Good <sighs> God, we got um, a Tom Baker scarf for a wedding present. A yeah, back. Um, it was amazing. It's ne- so next long. to David Tennant. My favorite, and just such a great, great guy, mm-hmm. and um, such a perfect choice for the character mm-hmm. of the Ben dude for sure. And an advocate for curly hair people everywhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Recognize. Mm. I'm not like gonna uncover, but yeah, uh, don't yeah. don't reveal my shame. But yes, um, so yes, <sighs> Ben Rebels. Um, yeah. that's cool. Tom Baker just recently celebrated his birthday. Actually, we're on our way. Yes, I haven't seen what it is yet. What? I don't know what the Bindu oh the Ben dude yeah. I know it's a space moose. I don't know. You know. I don't know. You know, you know. Me, I don't know. (laughs) 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 Cut that out. Obviously. (laughs) I'm trying to collect before getting started on the next talking point. No shit, though. (laughs) Okay. So, a thing that you did was, while I was at work a few days, you played Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Almost to completion. Uh, pretty dang close. Gosh, get off my case. 
It's really hard. <laughs> that wasn't a dig. I said close to completion. Yeah, well, you didn't have to just throw my shame out there so everybody knows. Gosh. Ding, ding. I finished the game. Yes, you finished the game. Um, I am a completionist, so I'm currently working on 100. Yeah. Um, percent And it's really hard. I promise. Gosh dang it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, we've also um, <laughs> one of our crossing. one of our teens it, has it and has been playing it. And every now and then we'll like go back and forth of just like, did you do the things? Just like, uh, it's it's really great. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I love the game. Um, I did not expect to love it as much. I, I was properly uh, enthralled. I, I enjoyed it. I expected all that. Of course. The, the story, though, because I constantly knock, oh, gosh, another survivor of Order 66, another Jedi. Blah, blah. Like, I, I, I do enjoy that type of story. It's just, it gets to a point for me yeah. where it's just a little much when you put it on repeat constantly. Well, and we have that set up at the end. Of, well, not at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith, but we, we have it in many pieces of media. You know, Jedi survived Order 66. Yeah, I don't mean, know how like, many. And we well, and that's who, the thing. Like, I but... get, okay, there's there's a lot of Jedi. It, it would have been nearly impossible. The odds of them getting everyone the first time around. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. The Inquisitorious makes sense. The Purge Troopers makes sense. All of that, it does. I, I'm i not saying it doesn't make sense. I'm just saying it's exhausting, especially when there's not a lot of breathing room. It'd be completely different if we told that kind of story, moved on to something after Return of the Jedi, moved on to something in the prequels, and then came back, and then, did, oh, another... like. But it just... There's a lot of it. There There is. And now, the setup of me being... Un, like just nonplussed in general about the layout of the story we were going to experience, I was blown away because yeah. the way they managed to tell this very familiar story was phenomenally new. It was uh, also just very intense because it was very character driven. Unlike in the past where yeah. it's much more um, because the medium is either comics, book, or TV show, the, the way you tell those kinds of stories, those kinds of intense stories, uh, is tweaked by your, your audience, your platform, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually kind of bold of them to choose to go so narratively with a game. Yeah. Um, but that, I think that's reflective of just game culture in general. It's, it's much more about the story. It's much more about the characters nowadays. Yeah. Um, and that's prevalent in oh, this. Yeah. And I think that's a really great blend of let's take a familiar, easy-to-tell story, but let's go intense with character development and character plot. Um, literally every character is meaningful, and I love them. And the story itself, um, about halfway through, got very predictable, but I wasn't there for what I knew was going to happen. I was there for how we were going to get there. Yes. You know, it's much more the journey rather than the destination. I knew in the end... What was going to happen? Yeah, and how was the open world element? That's part of the hard part, my dude. Um, <laughs> that's that's the part that that flubs my gills. It it just jives my turkey. <laughs> it rustles my jimmy. Um, gosh dang it! Because there's so much. Yeah. Um, and the intent, the 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 freaking map, the hollow maps are garbage. Okay. Yeah. If I can complain about anything, it's about the freaking garbage maps because I. At any given point, 
don't know where I am because am I on the third floor? Am I on the second floor? I don't know. I've got like, oh my gosh. Like, and, and I get, you're, you're probably like, oh, I played it and I'm just going to do not tell me how to do it. I know how to do it. It just doesn't work. It's freaking annoying when you're looking for one freaking treasure chest left to get a hundred percent on a freaking planet. And gosh, oh my gosh. It's so annoying. Um, <laughs> Cameron Monaghan's pretty cool though. He's a great guy. He's he's, very he's a shining star of this whole game. He's precious. Like redheads of the world unite. Th this is the most weird split I've ever had. I I mean it's it's usually so singular. Story game, I love it. This is such a weird Your hand movements are a little <sighs> aggressive. Uh, <laughs> it it's so weird because I'm not used to just falling so in love with the story and the characters but having issues with gameplay yeah um the the gameplay is different it's very different um in some ways it's very familiar to what i love a lot like ratchet and clank platformy tr um treasure hunty and puzzle solvy it, it's it's got a lot of those features uh, but it's also got a lot of features yeah. of recent games uh, most comparably like uncharted and stuff like that it's got a lot of things that are commonplace in new I mean, it's EA, okay? EA is across the board. They're, they're your average man's game developer, regardless of what you think. They make a lot of games a lot of people enjoy, okay? Get off the case. And they've changed a lot about Battlefront. Stop being so mean to Ben. Um, yeah, stop being mean to Ben. It, it's it's weird how much... Because you're so... I'm so... I'm, I'm from that LucasArts era of this is not a shoot-em-up game. This is a Star Wars game. Like, you could not in a million years compare Republic Commando to Halo. Two freaking different things by two freaking different developers. This is the first Star Wars game, gameplay-wise, I can compare to many commonplace popular games. And that's not a knock. That's just reality. That's why it yeah. doesn't work for me. I don't play new games. I played the same old PS1, PS2 games over and over and over and over. So yeah. me jumping to 2019 game mechanics, holy cow. <laughs> like and it, I'm impressed. You're doing very well. It, that is why I got so freaking frustrated and had so much difficult. This is a hard game. Mm -hmm. uh, I enjoy that for the aspect that it took me much longer than it should have to play. It took patience uh it's the first game where i can't just plow through with familiar mechanics i have to learn the game yeah i have to learn the characters i have to be willing to try and fail um it's very different than a lot of my approach with a lot of games because again yeah. i'm from very simplistic old school games where it's it's a one two three hit them up kind of just you're done thing like if you learn one thing in the beginning tutorial that will win you the final boss fight <coughs> It's not as intense as nothing in the, your fight with the ninth sister prepares you for the fight with the second sister. Yeah. At all. I like it's, that. It, you cannot, you have to fight them to learn their style and it's specific to that character, which is character driven and it's cool, but it's also frustrating. Mm -hmm. It's also different than what I'm used to. So like everything, for every good thing I have to say about the story and the characters, there's equal amounts of things that I have to say of frustration and difficulty that said i will finish this game i will replay it and i will enjoy it but i will bring balance to the force <laughs> right like but only in 45 free, 45 minute increments because 
uh, after that, I just get irritable. Yeah. Uh, and whatnot. But good game. It's a very good game. game. In other game news, uh, March March twentieth, twenty twenty. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Get ready for it. I crave that Nintendo serotonin. Um, anyway, so we watched The Mandalorian all the way through as it was airing. We watched the first episode a couple days after it came out. But. No. No? No, we watched it the morning of. You're right. We did do we, that. I mean, we like it was intense because it was just like. <coughs> It was right before work in a busy time, and so we were just digesting it at, on the like we had to rewatch in order to form for our first. We we have one episode up of our review of the first episode, yes. the first chapter. Um, we had to rewatch again. We watched it actually a couple of times, but yeah, we did. The first time it was literally just like, Iggy, <gasps> 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 um, it was just a lot of that. So the second time was actually like okay, yeah. Got sense. I'm paying yeah. attention now. Took notes. <laughs> like you, you weren't able. To, I wasn't able to process the first time. No. Um, no. That said, no. The, but we, yeah, we kept up with it. That that was actually a saving grace. That was yeah. In a time when we were so busy, so stressed, and so overwhelmed, and not connected to something we love so much, having something insistent. Right. Every fantastic. week we had that to look forward to, and that was really yeah, really special and really nice. And it gave me like a connecting point with my boss. Cause like that. Oh my every... gosh! I, so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every Friday, I would just walk into his office and be like, "It's Mando Day." Yeah. Like, <laughs> sorry, watching? but that just made me real. Like, there's, <coughs> like, became this just impromptu underground Mando culture at yeah. work, and I somehow became the epitus of it. And like everybody from the guy watching it with his uh, teenage daughter to. The person my age watching it with their girlfriend to like just the guy that watched it because it's so cool. Like, yeah, there were I, there were so many times I'd go to the office and just randomly be able to have a conversation. And that just was like the knowing Mando look. Right. And that like that's that stuff where it's just like we didn't get to do what we wanted. We didn't get to do it on the show and with you guys yeah. yet. But we did get to have those experiences and and being able to build off of that again in a time that was very difficult was really, really nice. And it was something really cool to look forward to on a weekly basis. I I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much just fully diving in and binging. Like, I I don't think it would have marinated as well. And I will say a mini, mini character review for me. You guys know that one of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars is IG-88. Well, you have... Well, you know if you watched this. If you look at the shelf. If you look at the shelf. A, B, C. That's that's 11. D. That's a reference, by the way. Yes, it, yes it is. Um, you, but I latch on to droid characters much easier than I latch on to human characters for oh some reason. Oh my gosh, that episode 7, though. Oh, <laughs> that what? And I just I love so much that that came before episode nine. It was by the perfect. way, episode seven of the Mando came before episode nine of Star Wars. I, I, numbers yeah. were being thrown around. I feel like I had to <coughs> had to specify. Um, it was perfect, but I yeah I, I latched on to IG Eleven so hard. Well, and and the reason I I which just, is good because like, he's a nurse. Mention that is because like yes, instantly hooked in. I knew it was coming back, but the way that comeback and that monologue um, by Kuil 
about the nature of things and all that. Like that, that was just intense and poignant and just it put into words why I love droids so much. Absolutely. Well, and it speak like it's it can go so far. It can go so deep, and mm-hmm. I mean, you know. And then it's it's so meaningful. And then in episode eight. Yeah. Leggy droid. Leggy uh-huh. boy. Leggy boy. What? Oh yeah, you're <laughs> the astromech with arms and legs. Yes. I love him so much. Yeah, you. It, there was a very visceral reaction of I was just so like, happy. wait, is that what? Leggy boy. What? Um. That's his name. Yeah. By the way. Um. I named him Charon. You did. You did name him Charon. I don't know what he actually is called, but. Um, Leggy boy. Yeah, probably not that. Uh, but um, so that said, though, yeah, it, we we started. We did chapter one. We yeah. And if you go back and watch that, golly, were we dead? Um, but we had to get we it were out. So tired. That was the beginnings of hey, let's try and get <laughs> this done. Let's try and do what we said we would do. Yeah. Um, and you can see, I think, and hear and feel in that why we had to just. All right, hang on. Let's just yeah. Let's just hold off. Um, we have that out if you want to get our f- opinions on the first chapter. We will be going back. Yes. Um, over the next month or, uh, the, over the next month, I'd yeah. say. Um, yeah. it may not be as deep and intense as we originally were going to do just because, I mean, we are a little ways off, but, um, hopefully, um, we'll still be relevant enough that everybody will, um, be into checking it out mm-hmm. um, but we will give each episode its own attention because we have a lot to say about each yeah. episode each one is such a unique it's it's such a connected story but it's also such an individual story you can take any one of those episodes and get so much out of it yeah and and we want to give time for that we want to be able to properly do that so yeah um you can keep an eye out that will be a youtube only thing yeah. um, but it will be out there if you want our take on um the various chapters and whatnot overall though yeah, favorite I mean, o- overall. So digesting everything overall. F- favorite moments? Favorite moments. Um, highlights were definitely chapter three, um, the finale of that, where um, Mando's rescued by all the other Mandalorians. Yes. Um, already mentioned, episode seven and eight, just in their entirety, mm-hmm. are very... That, that was the Mando show I expected. Yes. That was the intense, action-packed, uh, sentimental like it was just it was it was cool it was, it was just a lot um yeah. i really enjoyed i believe it's chapter four um the seven samurai episode that one um, was amazing that one was really 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 cool so um really well done um i love all the humor of everything i i really mm-hmm. enjoyed the space prison one too I yes. hated Bill. I, what Bill? Bilber. Is it Bilber? Yeah. Okay. Um, I hated his character. You're supposed to though, so You're it did its job. You're supposed to hate all of those characters. Don't don't read that as I hate. I don't know the guy. We don't hate Bilber because um, we don't know Bilber. Yeah, I know he's a comedian. I, I I think that's what made him really good at his job was just that very just like, just a guy kind of personality. Uh, he was really able to come in and just be like, oh, I'm I'm. The one guy in the universe that can find a reason to hate the Mando, sure, um, because goodness gracious, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, the episode as a whole, I really enjoyed. Uh, they did a good job with Bilber's character, though, in terms of you're saying it like Bilbo, and Bilber. it make me fun. Yeah, Bilber. <laughs> it's funny. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, you're supposed to hate his character. It, you're, you're supposed to hate Joffrey. It's it's all of, it's that stuff. Yeah. It's really well done because I hate him. I I got his comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, that was also just a fun episode. Tom Clancy showed up. Um, Tom Clancy. Yeah. Clancy Brown, babe. Oh, who's Tom Clancy? <laughs> Tom Clancy wrote like the Sniper Soul movies, Splinter Soul. <laughs> Splinter Cell games and books. That's Tom Clancy. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> two stormtroopers sitting on bikes. Oh yeah, that was fun. Stuff. I want I, I want um, Star Wars chips now. <coughs> right? Star Wars chips with those guys would be great. Um, uh, yes, I know they punched Baby Yoda. Get over yes. it. Like, goodness gracious. He was fine. He was fine. Yeah, nurse probably. and protect. That whole... And they got they got their come up and exactly. so just move on. They were funny. Seeing Pedro Pascal's face, I don't. People yeah, were you upset had such about a thing. It. People were so upset. Okay, about yeah, it. you weren't upset, but, but you had a thing. You... So I know exactly what Pedro Pascal looks like. He's he was my favorite character in Game of Thrones. I actually stopped watching the show after he died because was of he that. in it even that much? Yes, that whole. I thought he was four. in like two episodes. No. I didn't pay attention too much. He's very funny. He's a cool dude. And knowing all of this, when his helmet comes off and it's Pedro Pascal, I was like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Right, like, just wait, what? Um, I don't know what it is. I I just had a reaction of just like, wow, they're doing that. I mean, there was a lot of that in season one, though. I mean, we talked about that in our first episode rewatch. Yeah. I was incredibly upset because I thought that he was going to die. Really? First. Yeah. Well, season two was confirmed. I know, but like. <laughs> wow! Good job, John Favreau. Set, you right? made her forget actual news. <laughs> John Favreau I, can like make John, me forget a lot of things. Like John Favreau is watching this. I love you. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, overall, I mean, just a you, lot, <laughs> lot to love. You I don't, experienced all of my emotions. Yeah. During. during I don't. I don't remember eight. any one particular lesser episode, um, and no. that's not They're me awesome. being diplomatic and not wanting to pick one. Like, no, we no, just it's legit. we really liked everything. Like one of our our favorite episode. I well, one of our favorite episodes was the episode four, specifically because of the ATST. Oh yeah, and yeah. how monstrous it looked and how cool it was. Oh yeah, well, and that was the first. <coughs> I, I don't use this word in the proper context, but bigger scale. Like, it felt bigger there than the stakes. others. Like, it, you know, it is definitely more than what we'd seen up until that point. The most the most comparable thing was the finale of Chapter 3. Yes. Other than that, been small time, small scuffle, little conflict things. So this was big in terms of the rest of the scope. Yeah. Involved a lot of pyrotechnics, a lot of uh, great well done effects a lot of really cool character direction a Um, lot of memes it really did well to draw me out of the because i was one as soon as i saw the shot in the trailer i was like you've got to be kidding another freaking seven samurai thing Um, but it was so great it was much much like jedi fallen order it was one of those things where i was i was expecting to enjoy how they did it not so much what they were doing um they turned around and were able to do something fresh enough and new enough. And I think it's also because they focused character-wise on the Mando's experiences during that kind of oasis time. I think that's what spun yeah. me out of just like, oh, well, well, that's actually kind of unique now. 
And we got what may be the cute, the cutest gif, just the sipping broth. Oh yes, yes, like, the best part. That was the best part. The amount of memes, <laughs> the memeableness of Yoda, uh, baby Yoda, yogurt. Yogurt. Uh, He's so it's fresh. amazing. His ability to take over the internet. Yeah. Rivaled only by uh, Palpatine's ability to take over the Senate. <laughs> Uh, clearly. He am the Senate. He am the Senate. He am the internet. Um, yeah, like I mean... Like how immediately when we talked about Palpatine... Yeah, like... T-Rex arms. Um, yeah. <coughs> Sorry. We'll be we'll be giving each episode its own um, attentions and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, its own but individual love. Yeah. And um, sprinkles. Just because it definitely deserves it. And it, it's the first of its kind. You know, I mean, it's so it's unique. unique and special, and it's such new territory. We, we, yeah, and we have so much to say. It, it, it would be a disservice. So many doors. Yeah, it would. It would be a disservice to not start those conversations. Sure, we're a month and a half late, but whatever. I mean, you know, we're not really. Let's taking a nap. We're, we're not alone. really doing. You know, when we. When we do these, if we put up any more Jedi Fallen Order stuff, if we anything we do, it's it's less to stay relevant. It's just to have those positive, joyful conversations. It's it's more yeah. for what we get out of it rather than relevancy or anything. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we'd be still having this conversation if there was not a microphone. Exactly, here. and and I think that was though what was so defeating of everything because it was just this idea of man, everybody else is talking about these things, and uh, you know, I just wish we could sit down and do that. And we can do that anytime. We're talking about trust next week. It, it, it's much later. It's a month later. Like, it, so what? That's fine. Yeah. We're still talking about it. it, it and, I, you know, there's this pressure. And maybe you content create and you feel that same pressure. Or maybe you have no idea. Um, but maybe somewhere else in life you understand what it's like of everybody else is doing this thing. I have to keep up. I have to perform just like that just get out of that and do do what you love do what makes you happy do it on your own time um obviously there are certain things you can't use that as an excuse for like don't procrastinate no do not procrastinate but don't don't overexert yourself trying to keep up with a flow that you put on yourself we were projecting that on ourselves and on the show yeah we have to talk about these things because they just happened and everybody else is doing it and we're a podcast and that's what it here's the thing like you know we're if we don't do those things yeah, we'll probably never be huge. We'll never be probably the next Force Center or Resistance broadcast. That's fine though, but because we're we're not doing it for scale and relevancy, we're doing it for joy and positivity and fun, and yeah. sometimes education, sometimes counseling. Like not legit, like but <laughs> like you know, these are all the things that we love and enjoy and discuss on our own that we are opening up and sharing and. The reception to that, who we do hear from, the small audience that we do have, that we resonate with, that's far better than anything we can get from adhering to an algorithm or adhering to a model or anything like that. And so we we'll, we might be late on something. I mean, we're just now doing Rebels, and we're not doing that just because. We're doing that because it's a really great show. There's a lot you now, in retrospect, are like, well, I guess I got to watch it now. Yeah. And, and, you know, much like Clone Wars, where that was a genuine, like, you're giving it a chance to love this thing you didn't like. Rebels is another opportunity of, while you didn't dislike, you now have a reason yeah. to be interested. 
we're not doing that because, well, I mean, Clone Wars was partly because new season. Yeah. Was it? No, we didn't even know about that, did we? It was announced while we were doing the rewatch. Really? Yeah. Did we know about that then? No. I don't think so. I think we were already in the show. Yeah. I'd have to go back and check. I think we were already in the show. I don't know. I think so. I think it was like... I don't think we knew about it that early. It's got to be like a few months, weeks I'm pretty sure. Sh- I, I think we... I think we did that purely because by that point you were getting interested. Yeah. And you had never done a proper watch. You you didn't give the chronological, like, yeah. you know. You were naming characters and I was like, who's that? Yeah, there was just a lot of you got to watch Clone Wars. And I've done that with Rebels. And because of the Clone Wars, that's influenced your take on Rebels now, which has been really great and positive to see and everything. But, like, it, it's it's for experience. It's for joy. It's not for yeah clicks and views and listens and everything. That stuff's great. Like, you know, last year, right about... Right about like April, not even April, like right about March, we we went like halfway down in number of listeners. And that's depressing. Like when you're creating something you love and people are loving it alongside you and then all of a sudden not for some reason, you know, that's really hard. And like that was a really big hit for us early on uh, because at that point we were still also just trying to figure out what was best. Yeah. And, you know, we've had to grow to a point to be just like, we're, let's just do what we want to do. Not for, not to disregard our audience, not to shut down our audience. But the hope is that if we do what we love, which was the point in starting this, then we'll find the people that love it as well. Yeah. We'll find the audience that's meant for us, no matter how many or who that is. Um, and so we might talk about stuff late. We might not talk about stuff when everybody else is doing it. We also might, but we're always going to keep it about joy and positivity first, relevancy and growth second, if, if even third or fourth, like it, it's not super high on our priorities. Mm -hmm. If we never grow past an audience of a hundred and something, cool at least that many people find us interesting um you know at least that many people we've created a community with um i'd rather an intense 100 audience than a kind of dissociated thousand yeah or so forth so um so that said mando's coming mando's coming because we want to (laughs) um other, there's other stuff. Um, if you read our Patreon post, which was public, um, with some of the details of like this episode and so forth, um, we we have other things we are planning, and it's because we want to do it, and not necessarily because it's going to make us more popular or anything. Um, and we're looking forward to it. We're going to keep that close and quiet for now because we have a tendency of getting excited and oversharing and overpromising yes. and having to pull back. So we'd rather get stable in this new fifth season of the show, get a good month in or so and, and get things figured out and back on track and then address um, doing a couple of other cool new things and yeah. everything. Um, like we said, next week we're going to talk about The Rise of Skywalker. This week, sorry, it got longer than we thought. Um, Should have known. <laughs> Should have known. There's just um, too much. We are working to make the episodes more condensed and digestible. Um, our patron, Doug... 
keeps me very on track about that. We're, we are trying. <laughs> we're very, we're we had like a 30-minute conversation about how short this episode was going to be. And then we just got to having fun. So, sorry. Hopefully it was good. Eh. But, um, that said, you know, might see varying degrees in episodes. But next week we are talking about The Rise of Skywalker. Um, and then we are starting a series of episodes where we kind of talk about character journeys through the um, through the sequel trilogy. Um, it started with wanting to talk about specific characters, wanting to talk about the sequel trilogy as a whole, and then eventually just became so big that we had to break it up in terms of wanting to get to everything we want to get to. Because we don't yeah. want to highlight... It's very easy to talk about the journeys of Rey and uh, Ben, um, but we don't want to leave certain characters out that also have a lot of meaningful... Um, stories not just in general but to us like there's there's certain character moments of finn poe rose han luke that are super important that we don't want to leave out and we might not be doing the character journey of eloasty but we're gonna fit what we can into those deep dives to be able to talk about okay what meaning has the sequel trilogy Mm -hmm. added to us from our perspective and we share that for multiple reasons number one of just sharing our our take it's not that we're trying to say this is literally the journey this character went on do not fight me no it's it's not it's gonna all be from our perspective of hey i was going through this and this meant this to me and this is what i needed and this is what that said it's it's going to be from our personal perspective and it's also going to be again to start conversations of hey we saw it this way what did you think and all that kind of stuff so if yeah. you have favorite characters from the sequel trilogy if you have favorite character moments we're going to be talking about it episode by episode so one's going to be the uh the force awakens one's going to be the last jedi and one is going to be the rise of skywalker yeah so um yeah look forward to that and again you just add us just message us on facebook do you don't have to wait for us to put it out there if you listen you're like oh man i want to do that just Hit us up. Talk it's, to it's us. It's really easy. Yeah, and if um, you want us to talk about Aloasty, please do. I actually talked at length about Aloasty and most of his species in All the he's first known Elo- is for being a beastly boy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, he made up most of my Jedi Fallen Order episode one discussion. Yeah. Because uh, his friend, uh, Cal's friend, Prof, is uh, one of his species. I can't remember what it's called. But they're all named after Beastie Boy songs, and it's, it's amazing. Um, I love stuff like that. But it's so funny. but yes, like just just hit us up. Just oh, I loved when Rose did this, or this moment for Finn meant this to me. Like it doesn't have to be a major character. That's the whole point. We wanted time to really broaden the scope of. Let's talk about Claude. Even even little ones, huh? Let's talk about Claude. Okay, know. you're being fun, Claude. I it's just Claude. I thought it was Claude. It's really no, it's really straightforward. I mean, if you ask him, Claude. he pronounces it. Rawr. But cloud that like he makes it's cloud stroke. He makes two sounds in the whole movie. One is and the other is. How <laughs> was he fixing the Falcon? Just smacking it with his face. <laughs> He's got no hands. It has to be like it just. I love Claude though for all his two scenes. I, right. I don't even care. He was funny. He was very. I funny. just love the moment where it's just like, hey, did you fix that? And boom, <laughs> like. Also, everything in that leaked poster. Turned out to be true. Right. Holy cow. Let's we were talk wrong. about that. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Whoops. But so those are some of the things. And then we'll try and break up the deep conversations and and all that stuff with some fun episodes as well. Um, we have planned. We 
For instance, you know, we talked about having things ready. Like, we had a full script built for 10 Ways to Die on Tatooine, which was part of a series we started. You can go back and listen to 10 Ways to Die on the Death Star. That was something we did because it was fun and we wanted to. And, and that was one of the first times we were just yeah. like, you know what? Nobody's probably going to like this, but let's do it. We liked it. We liked it. So we're doing it again. We we worked our butts off to make an episode and then never got to record it. So we're going to finally do that. Um, that'll be up later in February. Um, hope, you know, we, we try and, because we can get intense, talk about deep stuff. And especially, you know, just forewarning, a lot of the things that resonate with me are deep, depressive things about characters. I like character falls and character pits more than I like character victories because I just reflect and resonate in that. I'm inspired by seeing the fall of other inspiring heroes. It's it's a weird thing to ch- chill out, but it that that's yeah. where I get in, inspiration. I I'm inspired by seeing others be human. Yeah. Human. I like it when R2 goes beep boop. <laughs> so, that said, I'm <coughs> pretty sure at points our conversation's going to get like It's going to get real. Intense. Have your teapots ready. Um, and so we want to break that up with a little bit of joy and fun. So yes. we, we will, we will try and insert that. Um, other than that, just hit us up. If you've got anything else, Star Wars, it doesn't even have to be on topic. Just randomly you want to say, Hey, look at this. Fine. Cool. We, yeah. we do that. Alderaan was an People hit job. us up all the time, message us and, and add us a lot, especially on Twitter. Um, sometimes on Instagram. Not really on Facebook, but on on those like just randomly, just like hey, here's this thing, and I thought of you, or or just like hey, isn't this funny, or like just all that, like all of that is more than fine. Yeah. Also, just talk to us. Yeah. So um, we love but you. Find us on those social medias of Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram if you haven't already. We're very active all across the board, and it's also a way to find regular updates about the show and everything else we've got going on. Yeah. Links um, in the description. Yep, links in the description. Yep. Uh, if this is on your favorite podcast platform, please consider reviewing wherever possible, especially iTunes. Most of our listeners are on iTunes, mm-hmm. uh, according to our stats. So please, if you would. Yeah. We've had a couple of negative reviews. Subscribe. Uh, don't know what that's about. Um, some just nasty Corin boys just muddying things up. But uh, that means we could use your positive love and affection. And, yeah. uh, also it just helps us become visible to other people. So, and, and also it's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of reviews that we have gotten where it's just one of those like, oh my gosh, wow. The feels. Thank you. Um, so it's also just for us. It's, it's just for the fact that we enjoy that. Um, yeah. so we would love to see your review and hear from you. Um, about what the show means to you. And also on YouTube, um, you can like and share there and make sure you subscribe for more um, if you did enjoy it. Yeah. Ring the bell. Just just splatter that like button and just smother that subscribe button. button. Um, Just do it. (laughs) Um, Put the bell between your knees. Other than that, that's kind of it. We will be... We do have a Patreon. I mentioned that. If you love what we do, think that we deserve something for it, thank you, first of all. Um, You can head over to our Patreon. we got a lot of goodies for starting at a dollar and up, uh, and also just to help support the show. Um, A lot goes in from everything from research to equipment and just time and all of that stuff. And basically, I mean, the reason it can take so much is because we give so much to it, and, and it 
in order to be done well is like a part-time job, but it's also one we're very passionate about. So it's going to happen regardless. Um, your support just means that we're spurred on and encouraged along the way. And support comes in many forms for sure. If you can't give, totally understandable. We just love to interact with you. But if you are able to give and if you think we are worthy, um, then we will gladly accept all your Imperial credits. So, And also, uh, we're trying to send our animals to college. Yeah. Um, because they're annoying. And now we have a dog yeah. that we have to send to college. And well, he's he got to go to preschool first. He needs it. Yeah. So um, if you want our animals in school, if you want them to be uh, good little beastie boys, then uh, consider giving to our Patreon page. Um, but other than that, I think that's kind of it. This has gone way longer than expected, but... So long. Uh, you've been without us for two months. You can deal with it. Next week will hopefully be a little bit better. Probably not. Um, but we'll see. Um, nonetheless, just hope you enjoyed, and we will be back in the next one. In the meantime, I've been your herd leader, John Wayne. And I've been your herd mom, Megan. And this has been the Nerd Herder Main Show. We haven't done this in a while. I don't know how to... Goodbye. <laughs>